from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. Hey, we are the Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud. Well, Ranger Proud is at the rock. Two weeks ago was Scott. This week is RP. Uh, since we did our last episode, it was a, after the game versus the Devils. We were on our bye week, a much-deserved bye week. I could go for another week myself. I'm probably going to say that all week on each and every episode here on the Bleed Blue Show. But, man, the Rangers, uh, with a bounce-back win, snapped the losing streak. Uh, I know they got the point in overtime, uh, overtime loss versus the Flyers on Sunday. But nice win tonight. Uh, I didn't even know Ryan Strome was going to play today. And then he actually had a very good game. Uh, Shout-outs to Ryan Strome. Uh, he had one goal off the Panarin pass, and he also had a great uh, attempt on the sh- uh, on a shorthanded goal. But let's talk about it, man. RP's at the Rock. Uh, I'll have his comments uh, here on the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proush. Scott uh, is doing his hockey thing. So it's going to be Glenn and I, man. Glenn, let's talk about it, man. Uh, Ryan Strom had a good night. Uh, Justin Braun, which is interesting because, uh, Glenn, I, as I was um, prepping for this overtime, I'm um, not overtime, but this post game, and I was wondering, you know, the thoughts I was going to have on Justin Braun and, you know, him being the, the defenseman on that, that third pairing and he ends up getting the goal. I said, so, okay, we can at least talk about that on, you know, you know, early on as since coming over from the flies. But uh, Glenn, what's up, man? How you doing? I hope all is well. Welcome back to Ring Podcast. Uh, is another post game versus the Devils, man. Well, Steve, I, I mean, as far as Ryan Strome goes, I think he had to come back because watching Andrew Kopp, he was probably seeing his Ranger career whittling <laughs> away. <laughs> so I think I thought like, about that. Oh, I thought about that, too, when I was like, oh, he's probably thinking, man, I got to get myself back in the lineup here uh, right. before they forget about me. <laughs> that, now, now, that's true, man. That No, that is real talk, man, because that's it, it could be any sport, you know? Like, hey, man, you know, especially in the contract year, too, you know, like, you are thinking that in your head. Like, I got to get back. Hey. I got to earn hey. my keep. Yep. Hey, Wally Pip, right? The old Wally Pip syndrome, right? <laughs> uh, you know? So, uh, man, I, even a couple of games he was out and, and seeing how well Cop was playing, uh, you know, got the tying goal against the Flyers the other night. I pictured Strom sitting on his couch at home saying, man, I got I, I to gotta rehab. I got to get back. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, you know, as, as far as Justin Braun goes, too, uh, you know, yeah. he's a pro. I mean, he – he was a, a plus player on a terrible Flyer team this year. Guy's been around a long time. He's got a lot of playoff experience. I'd like to see more of him. I hope Gallant plays him more over these last 11 games uh, because I thought he, he looked – I mean, obviously he got the goal tonight, but I thought he looked pretty good with uh, Schneider tonight. And uh, although they're both, uh, you know, right-handed shots, um, mm-hmm. I haven't been crazy about what I've seen from Nemeth lately, even though – you know, I read on blogs and in the paper how Nemeth is playing a lot better since the COVID thing and all. But, I mean, I don't know that I'm really seeing that. Uh, so I hope we get to see a lot more abroad in the last 11 games because I, I would feel more confident uh, going into the playoffs with him 
in the lineup than Nemeth. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, as far as the game tonight, it was nice to see what we've come to expect from this team throughout most of this season. Um, you know, I mean, the last few games have just been littered with turnovers and defensive breakdowns and poor execution, poor effort. Uh, you know, you name it. We've seen it in the last couple of weeks. And uh, it was nice to see this team get back to playing a good defensive game, uh, getting their sticks in the way, getting their bodies in the way. Power play was two for two. Penalty kill was two for two. Um, you know, it, it was nice to to see what we've seen most of the season from this team and, and not a moment too soon because the playoffs are, you know, on the horizon now. So, uh, they they needed. I was thinking today that there are some mm-hmm. things uh, that this team needs to work on between now and the beginning of the playoffs. And and uh, what I saw tonight was pretty much exactly what I was hoping I would see. Uh, it was a good effort all around, and and uh, you know we go from here. Um, yeah, let's piggyback off of that. But uh, shout out to RP who was at the Rock and, uh, he, and his thoughts as far as you know what he saw from the game being there. And he's saying that uh, the Rangers need to shoot more. And but he also said, and yeah. this is all I'm going to lead into this too, as far as Schneider, he said he looks awesome out there tonight. Now let's talk about that that big hit he had in the first period and the fight, man. I mean, come uh, yep. when were we just talking about just a year ago the. The enforcement on this team, and you know Schneider, not necessarily, you know, per se, but man, just it's the rate, the whole attitude of this team, Glenn, it, exactly how it was last year. And we were getting punked around by the Capitals and Tom Wilson's on yep. uh, Pavel Buchnevich's is now literally almost a, about a year later. You seeing what yep. you know? You, you take a charge, you'll take a penalty, but you're you're laying the wood, clean hits. Um, and then, of course, you already know what the fourth line and Ryan Reeves is top, you know, tops in the league when it comes to that. You know, what were your thoughts on Schneider? RP loved it. I loved it. Uh, what do you thought about his, you know, his physicality tonight? Hey, I love it. I mean, you know, that's exactly what you want to see from him. Uh, that's what we were told. He was, you know, a, a good physical defenseman down in the minors. Um, I love the way he's, uh, you know, with that check and the fight. And, you know, uh, that's that's what you want to see from him. I mean, he's. He's been up, what, about four months? He seems like he's been here for four years. Um, You know, steady on defense. Uh, I have a ton of confidence in him. I I just love the way he plays. And he's got a little bit of offensive talent as well. Uh, So, uh, you know, this is what we kind of heard he was uh, before he was up with the big team. And and, uh, I think he's taken giant strides uh, in, in the time that he's been here. I mean, you look at... You look, you look at Philip Heedle, who's been here for like four or five seasons now, on and off with injuries and all. Damn, and time flies. You, you know, we're, we're still <laughs> waiting for him to take that next step to, to, you know, you see flashes, but, you know, it's never quite there. And, and then you look at Schneider and you say, wow, I mean, I mean, he was great when he came up. We loved him when he came up. But now, I mean, I have total confidence in him out there, even though he's a rookie. I have no problem with him. Uh, playing a, a regular shift going into the playoffs, none at all. So, uh, no, I think he showed a lot of what we uh, hope to see from him tonight. And I'm sure he seems like the kind of kid that we're going to see that going forward, too. It's not, you know, uh, a little bit here, a little bit there and all. I mean, he's been, 
he's been great the whole time through, and uh, I think he's just going to get better. So we we have a real gem in him for sure. And Glenn, I'm excited for a defensive appearance, man. I mean, I, I mean, this is as complete as it gets. You got youth, you got toughness, yep. you got uh, award-winning uh, defenseman play. You have veterans. How do you? It I mean, get true, better than this for me. As far as true, like, if you had, true, had go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying because no hockey club is perfect. Right, you know, everybody has flaws, and that's the whole point is to expose flaws on other teams. But when you're just looking at the Rangers' defense and pairing just on a standalone. As of right now, because after that trade, it, this is as as good as it's going to get in, in in any hockey club in today's salary cap mm-hmm. era in the NHL. Man, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Hey, I love K. Andre Miller. Uh, I think he's uh, really improved tremendously as the season has gone on. Um, I love his speed. I love his size. I'd like to see him hit a little bit more, but, you know, he uses his reach both on offense and defense. Um, Pairing him with Truba is is the best place for him to be. To me, Truba's having the best year of his career. Uh, You know, he's he's shown a lot of offense. He's got a cannon from the point. Wow. And – He's been a real leader on his team. He throws his body around. He, he doesn't mind getting his nose in, into things. Uh, so uh, I, I love the, that pairing. Uh, obviously, Fox and Lindgren speak for themselves. Uh, I, right. I, I wish they were all about – I wish they were both uh, three or four inches tall and are about 20 pounds heavier. But, you know, you certainly can't complain what you got with them. And uh, now that this uh, – the, the third pairing seems to be solidifying as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the playoffs, this team is is uh, ready to face anybody. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, two weeks later, we're we'll, back at that question. Huh. Let's hold it. Let's hold it. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, um, you can, I really want to ask you because I know Scott's thoughts, and I'll, I'll get to them. I'll paraphrase it for him, but go ahead. Continue. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think this team is, is – what I saw tonight is very encouraging. Um, defensively, the power play is back. Uh, the penalty killing was a little shaky for a while. Uh, you know, it was only a couple of chances, but that, that looked better. Um, as far as the, uh, let, let me talk about this for a minute, the additions, cause we were, we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, that I had, had said, I liked the, the pickups that Drury, uh, made right after the, uh, you know, at the trade deadline and, and Vetrano a few days before that. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. forget liking them. I love them. I love <laughs> these pickups. I mean, Cop has fit right in. He's got eight points in, in eight games. Uh, Vitrano, you know, uh, was scoring goals right off the bat, fitting right in on that top line. Um, you know, Braun hasn't really played that much a couple of games, but, you know, he's been okay. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I and Mott, I mean, Mott is just what I saw when he was in Vancouver. In fact, he's probably faster even than I thought he was. Um, but he's a terrific penalty killer. He's a, a real, you know, he, he, he wants to get in there and uh, and get his nose into things. And uh, uh, he's real steady, too. And, uh, you know, all the pickups, you know, I had said I wasn't sure they needed to go out and get a top six uh, player, although cops seems like he might be becoming that i don't know what they're going to do when Kako comes back um uh you know we might go back to seeing the kid line of Heedle, lafreniere and Kako. 
because Cop is fitting in so well on that second line and, and Vetrano on the first line that, um, you know, I'm not sure you want to throw uh, a guy who's missed as many games as Kako has, 30-some games, uh, right into the top six spot again. Uh, you know, besides the fact that it's a wrist injury and you never know how he's going to be, you know, with his shot, with his stick handling and all. Um, I mean, this team has almost got too many guys. And it's a heck of a, a problem, problem to have. But <laughs> it's a great problem to have. I mean, we're looking at, you know, and Rooney's going to be back too. So, you know, Rooney's going to get his spot back on the yeah. fourth line. It, and then, then you got, a lot of you're going to have Goudreau. Yeah. You're going to have maybe yeah, Goudreau, on, Goudreau on the fourth line, which is almost a waste. I mean, you almost want to have him on the third line. Um, there, there's just so many pieces that Gallant can – can pick from game to game and opponent to opponent. It's just, it's, it's tremendous. Yeah, you said a lot of points in there because I wanted to touch on that uh, Rooney. Um, it, yeah. Probably going to put him at that fourth line and let he'll keep it that third line center. Why not? Right. Sure. Because sure. I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the, I don't see the point of if, if he, if you're trying to get Hito going, I don't want to see them reduce his minutes. You got to have availability TOI to, to get, as much opportunity on the ice as much as possible. And I think you could still relish with a line probably is going to be with Barclay, Gaudreau, and, you know, they, they could do definitely the uh, – I mean, they got so many ways they could mix and match it. It's so, like, such a beautiful problem. Because like you said tonight, yeah. uh, Vitano was on the top line tonight. Lafreniere went down in, in a couple of lines, which he's been fine on the top line as well, you know, being a gritty type of hockey player. It's so mix and match. So to me, actually, the biggest question, honestly, is this: how you going to play the centers on most nights? And I think that's probably what they're going to do. Is like when when uh, Rooney, who I am a favorite for, probably going to be you solidify that fourth line uh, with Brzezinski. Um, you know, take him out. You know, you got Tyler out for a reason. You can either go to Reeves and Gucciere. I mean, there's so many pieces of. It, it, you this is you have the quality of depth. Somebody goes out. I don't have a an issue. With somebody you know fill right in because the guys have been playing on multiple mm-hmm. parts of the line all year, and especially the mm-hmm. way Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott has been playing has been fantastic. It's a beautiful problem to have, man. Um, yep. yeah, there's some and, other things you said in there too. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and say something. I want to respond yeah, to something no, you said earlier. Saying, and the thing you know about putting Kako, you know, on the second line. Maybe the thing I like about Kopp on that line is that. You know, Strom's not really good on face-offs. And Cop can take face-offs like he did tonight right. on that line and then just move there over to the right side. So, I mean, to me, you know, you would want to keep those three together. Um, you know, obviously Cop, while Strom was out, really blended well with Panarin. Um, so, I mean, I think that's a, a, the, the line you want to have. Uh, I agree. You know, I had mentioned the last time we spoke about Lafreniere being moved down to the third line. I'm like, wow, you know, you want to have, he's got to learn to play right wing because you don't want to have him playing left wing for five years. But you know what? For right now, for this year, it's fine. We'll worry about where he plays in the top six maybe next year. For right now, uh, you know, he's back at, at the position that he's comfortable with. So uh, I would leave him there. Uh, and then you can build off whatever else you want to do with that third line. And like you say, we, we may not see a lot of guys, um, uh, you know, that we've, that we've seen, you know, the, uh, like Hunt. Um, even Reeves may not be in the lineup every night. It might be a case where, you know, if something gets stirred up, he'll be in the lineup the next night. 
But when you look at that fourth line, if it's going to be Rooney and it's going to be uh, Goudreau, and then whoever they play on that on the the other wing, um, you know, I mean, this is a complete team, top to bottom. And yes, it is. Uh, you know, if it wa- and if it winds up being a third line of Heedle, uh, Kako, and Lafreniere, Kako, I'd like to see what team. Yeah. I'd like to see what team in the league has a third line with that kind of talent. You say Heedle. So, Taco, he, then, taco then, and, and then who? Where would Barclay Goodrow go? I don't want him no well, lower I than mean, third. It, well, look, if you put him on the third line, what are you going to do? Put Kako on the fourth line? That's not going to work either. Oh, uh, my whole thing is, I rather have Barclay Goodrow anywhere. See, his maybe I don't know where you stand with that as far as Kako and getting him in minutes and stuff like that because you don't want to toy with the wrist situation like you said, but. I think we are ready. I mean, you already know where I stand, and I said it to you guys for weeks. And Barclay Goodrow is a Stanley Cup winning hockey player on two champ- two championship mm-hmm. teams. I am totally not thinking of – yeah, yeah. I, if if Kako has to be the odd man out, so be it. <laughs> I mean, I, that's how I look well, at it. it. I mean, it, I mean know, this, this is a good problem. I want hockey players like, – like, we're going to miss the speed. But it's kind of like we haven't had a speed in so long – you know, in 2022, you know, I'm I'm ready to go with the guys we got now. Your thoughts? Well, well, here's the problem. If if you got Goudreau, if you got Barkley Goudreau on the third line, then what do you do with Kako when he comes back? Well, uh, you scratch him. I, I don't. We might have. To I mean, play. how about where you? else are you going to? Put, it, I mean, I mean, unless you don't want to put him on the fourth line, I don't see where else you could put him. I think he? I don't know that he fits on what we want that fourth line to be. But he, uh, we have to scratch well, him. I like, mean, why? I, I mean, I'd rather have Goodrow well, in there because I trust him. I mean, maybe he, maybe he's the odd man out, and you, you have Goodrow center the third line with with Kako Oh, you could do that too. Pierre. I don't know. Oh, you, 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 you know? could do that too. Now, so okay, that's yeah. fair point. Fair point. You could go that way. So, would you rather have Goodrow be your point guy in the middle as your center, or you rather have him on the wing? So it all depends well, on how you look at the stats and you bring down his game this season. Like, where has he been more effective? On the wing well, or know, on well, the center? I, and do you trust those analytics? I would say this. I would say this. We, we all know that a center has more responsibilities uh, than the wings do. Um, and I think that might even actually be a little bit of Heedle's problem, that maybe he's got to think a little bit too much out there. So I'd be fine with having Goudreau kind of be the point guy That's the fair. center on the third line um you know and he's not bad on face-offs uh at mm-hmm. least i know he wasn't you know before in, when he was in san jose um so you know i might construct the line that way and have goudreau at center and then Kako and lafreniere and then you have the fourth line be what you want it to be you know rooney and rooney. whoever else you want to put out there on any particular night mott and right. whoever else whether it's reeves whether it's uh, I like that. Dryden Hunt, I like that. Who, who, who the coach loves. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we're going to see Gautier again until next next uh, training camp. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would do something like that then. And, uh, fair, because fair. I, I agree. I, I want Goudreau on the third line. Um, but it's going to be either Heedle or Kako that's got to be uh, so, scratched in order so, to do that. So. Yeah, so the, to, to make that work, and to your point, that means Kako will be on the way. So uh, here's a better question. 
are we more effective with Hedo playing center and Gaudreau on the wing or Gaudreau at center and Capo on the wing? Well, I mean, that's a good question. The only reason I brought that up is, like you say, the center has a little more responsibility of picking up guys defensively and, and different things, and I think Goudreau fits that role. Um, yeah, but, I agree. I you know, agree. I, I mean, that's that's up to Gallant. However, he he you know he wants to do that, but uh, that's why I would I would kind of say I prefer Goudreau to to move to center on that third line. I feel you. I, I feel you on that. Now that makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah. it really comes down to you know it's not really good drills the problem it's more about trusting Hedo or Kako. That's the, yeah. Is that the whole that, that's that's what it really comes down to. Um, uh, you know I I don't necessarily hate Hedo and I like see Hedo has good speed and Kako has good speed. That's uh, I mean, it's not even necessarily a tough call. It's just pick your you know flip a coin and who do you want and then that's how you could really play it that way honestly. Yep. Um, he frustrate he frustrates you because you know he's got the speed, you know he's got talent, he shows it sometimes. I mean, but it's his fifth year now, and, and, and you want to see more consistency, I think, from him. And here's the other thing, uh, you know, Steve, mm-hmm. I, we won't get too much into this right now, but, you know, there's guys still in the pipeline. There's Osman, there's Cully, yeah. there's, there's – I mean, I mean, there's guys this in the good. pipeline that might be a year away or two years away. Um, so this team is, you know, they're going to have to make some decisions on some guys, some names that we've gotten familiar with that might not be around much longer. Um, so, you know, there's that to think about too. We can get into that at another time, but, um, you know, right now, yeah, I think it's a matter of, you know, and we see how Kako is when he comes back. If he's, if he's not really right, if he's not really comfortable, then maybe he gets scratched more often than not. I mean, um, you know, yeah, that's the thing though, Glenn. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know, you know, the health situation like that. You know, you only could go off of reports and speculation. They know if the guy's ready. Like, we're, I think we're in a position where he isn't necessarily needed back. Like, if you no, need to get no. better, healthy, take your time. We have got the pieces to make a run. We do. We have the depth. We have the, the special teams, the interchangeable of the lines. The consistent scoring has not gone away. You know, I've asked you guys a question earlier this year about Kreider in particular, and it still keep on, keeps on trucking, you know, with the records and stuff, uh, with the power plays. So, yeah, I mean, but let me say this. I, this is another point I saw tonight that I just can't uh, not, you know, it, it can't be swept under the rug, meaning the veterans. And this is, where the, I think, where the Rangers, and we all agree, where they got off to the slow start last year and they never recovered in that short season. Yep. So there was two sequences tonight that gives you all hope. Maybe it was a head coaching situation, whether it was um, a Gallant versus Quinn or whatever, but the hustle plays tonight, two in particular, the Panarin hustle back, uh, the collapse with Fox to stop a, a, a pretty much a Ahmed rush. And then the other right, one, right. which I really love, was on the PK with Mika Zibanejad, the hustle, the chase after the puck. And, you know, yeah. I don't know if you remember that play. Like, these are little, yeah, I do. You, know, you know, plays that maybe people will not remember going into the next game. But since we're fresh off the game, this is why it's the post game, those things by the veterans – it's the attitude that has got me very, very high as far as, 
you know, you know, you know, we got, you know, finish the regular season and see where we are as far as playoff position. But the veterans are leading the charge with their attitude defensively. We know they could score, mm-hmm. but yep. just hustling, man, was fan. I mean, everything was encouraging, man, especially from Zabinizat well, and Panera on that front. Yeah, Mika, Mika on that one play, I thought that, uh, uh, he, you know, uh, he he was he was definitely behind uh, Dougie Hamilton. And he just sped by him and almost got to the puck. I know they mentioned that Hamilton had was at the end of a long shift, but when that puck first came out, I was like, oh, Hamilton's got that. And all of a sudden, I see Mika gaining there on him and, and, and getting even with him. And it was, uh, you know, just a matter of uh, Hamilton being able to get his stick or his leg or whatever kind of in there, and or Mika was in. Um, but I think that uh, – you know, there seemed to be a lot of remorse and a lot of disgust in the uh, interviews I saw after the uh, the infamous horseshit game, uh, which uh, I, I love that Galan said that. I mean, I love stuff like mm. this about him. He doesn't pull any punches. I mean, I'm watching the post game, and he's, you know, calmly said, oh, yeah, yeah, the Islanders had a real good game, and uh, we were horseshit. And I, my eyes oh, yeah, man. did I just hear that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love that about him, but the players, the interviews after that game and the quotes you saw in the paper and online after, I think they were really disgusted with themselves after that game. And, uh, you know, I thought they played better against the Flyers. Um, You know, there were a couple of defensive breakdowns. I think there was, you know, a goal or two that Igor might have wanted back, and they found themselves in a hole. But, you know, they found a way to come back and tie it up, get a point. And, uh, like Alon said after that game, hey, you know it's a point. We got a we got a good point. Let's move on. Um, but tonight, yeah, I, I agree with you. The effort was there with really everybody, and uh, that's what this team needs. That's their style. That's what their game plan is. That's how they've been successful this year. Um, and uh, like I said, a, a game like this didn't come a moment too soon because we're coming down the stretch here, and they're going to have to be ready. Um, and, uh, you know, we got a big game against Pittsburgh, who lost tonight. I mean, uh, Thursday night is going to be pretty much a must-win for Pittsburgh. Uh, if, they don't, if they don't win against the Rangers on Thursday night, they're going to be six points behind. And it's going to be hard to make up six points with ten games left to go. So, uh, you know, they're going to face a desperate Pittsburgh team, I think, on Thursday night. And they're going to have to be ready. Um, the other thing is now I think I, I saw that uh, Carolina was losing tonight to Buffalo, um, which, you know, we, we, mm. we talk about the stinkers that we play sometimes against uh, bad teams. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, the Rangers are four points behind Carolina now, I think, and they have to play them twice. Um, now, I was looking in the third period a little bit. Carolina's got a – a pretty easy schedule. They're playing teams like Arizona and, uh, um, you know, lesser teams. So uh, I'm not going to, you know, get too excited about catching Carolina. But the Rangers also have a very uh, favorable schedule coming up. Uh, eight of the le- of the 11 games that are left are at home. Um, they got games against uh, Winnipeg and Ottawa. And, uh, you know, so they've got another one against Philly, I believe, next week. So, uh you know, there, there's an outside shot that the Rangers could actually get on a roll here. Carolina's been stumbling a little bit and actually pull out the division. So, uh, you know, I think when they open the papers tomorrow and they see what the standings are, they should look at that and say, wow, we gotta, you know, if we really play our game, 
uh, you know, we might come out looking pretty good at the end. So, uh, you know, hopefully this is the start of them getting back to uh, what we've seen uh, when they're successful all year. And uh, I think if they play a better defensive game, then Igor is going to look better. Igor has looked like 10% human over the last, uh, you know, couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Uh, and some of that has been, you know, goals he'd like to have back. But some of it has also been uh, giveaways in the defensive zone, defensive breakdowns, that, uh, that, that, uh, that one play against Philly that it looked like the Rangers had everything covered and became like a, a, a two-on-o breakaway from like the hash marks in. I was like, how did that even happen? <laughs> uh, it's like they were standing still. Uh, so, so there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of defensive breakdowns in the zone. And, uh, you know, I think Igor will get back to looking like Igor if the team plays as well as they did tonight in front of him. So lots to look forward to, lots to take out of this game, I think. Hey, I must apologize. I must have been asleep at the wheel and uh, putting this episode together. We only got 10 minutes left. That is not what's supposed to happen. So when we go back around, uh, get extended <laughs> final hurry. because, yeah, yeah, I know, man. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, what? I said, I must have screwed up. All right, well, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll, we'll try to stretch it out. Hopefully they don't cut, it, cut, cut us off. Um, let me say this, man. Scott over the weekend had um, – you know, right before, you know, it was the, after, no, it wasn't the week. No, no, no. I take that back. The week before that, when we played Pittsburgh at home, we smashed him. And then his message, uh, you know, I'm going to shout it out. Shout out to Scott. Uh, he was saying that um, you asked me on the show last week. Well, this is about a week ago. After, you know, this is a week ago. Week message, this message is a week ago. You asked me on the show last week how far I think this team can go. And I said, let me hold off on that question until the new guy settle in. Well, I'm ready to answer. <laughs> so basically, he's excited. What he said, what I saw last night definitely. This is after the Pittsburgh game. We can definitely compete for the cup. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you that, and especially on say your extended final thoughts. Um, well, because here's the thing: uh, we got, like you said, uh, Pittsburgh a national TV game. I don't like though. I don't like these national TV games, man. I kind of like how we ESPN kind of Plus. Right? Yes, yeah, no. We got next Tuesday. We'll be back next Tuesday versus the Hurricanes. I'll make sure we we'll have more time to discuss. So I'll even go over an hour for that. But uh, uh, what? Okay, that was the question I had for you guys at the last episode versus the, the Devils. Um, were you on that episode? Were you on? I think you were on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm as, yeah, yeah. As far yeah, you know, I, you know, I was all sold. Like I looked at every time because we didn't really play. You know, we had to see Pittsburgh a couple of times more after that and. I'm I'm convinced. I was I was already convinced then before the moves. I see the moves now. All we got to do is get chemistry, and that's going to roll. I like our chances as much as anybody in the National Hockey League. What about you, Glenn? Give us your thoughts now. Where were you stood two weeks ago? Now where you stand now? And then take your time on anything you want to say on your final thoughts. Anything not just yep. with our team, just around the NHL. Hey, I you know when. <coughs> Excuse me. When when you look at the Eastern Conference, I think the Rangers can play with anyone. They played well against Florida. They played really well against Tampa. They played really well against uh, Pittsburgh. Um, the only team is Carolina. Uh, they got blown out one game, and they got blown out the second game, except for the effort that Georgiev had. So I'm real interested to see how these two games against Carolina go with the Garden. Um, but. I think that yeah, I I think they have as good a chance as anyone to get out of the East. 
I think this team can get to the Stanley Cup Finals, no doubt. Now, uh, I worry about Colorado. Uh, although I think, you know, if Igor is on, he's certainly better than Darcy Kemper. Um, you know, some people are starting to hype Minnesota a little bit because they've been on a, on a real roll. Um, but again, that's Camp Talbot. He doesn't scare me. However, we played two stinkers against uh, Minnesota as well this year. Um, so I think, I think if they get there, there's a couple of teams out West that I'm, that I'm a little worried about. Uh, but as far as the East goes, I think this team has got a good chance as any in the East to get to the finals. Um, I think Tampa's reign is over from what I've seen. Um, I don't think they're getting there. Um, Florida has that tremendous offense, but uh, Bob had a terrible game tonight. Um, actually, Florida was winning five to one, or uh, Toronto was winning five to one uh, against yeah, Florida. So they lost. I just thought they lost seven to six, or they won seven to six. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know that tells you all you really need to know about Toronto. Um, I, I don't think they're going. Uh, Boston is is a tough team. They played well, but. You know, they're going to have a goalie in, in Swayman that has never played a, a playoff game before. Um, so I think this team's got as good a chance as any to to, uh, to get to the Stanley Cup Finals in the East. And then, uh, you know, once you get there, that means you're playing well. So anything can happen from that point on. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this. I wouldn't have said this in October. But, uh, yeah, I think this team's got a shot. It, it wouldn't shock me if they won it all. It wouldn't shock me. Um, they got so many players having great years that it just wouldn't shock me if they won it all. Okay, follow up question, then we can wrap it up. Now you mentioned ten percent human on Shosturkin and uh, any concerns as far as um, of his play? You know, maybe because you brought up the great points is he has never played a, a complete season. Mm-hmm. Are, are we seeing signs yep. of? fatigue or just not a little bit of mental lapses now that, you know, it's been kind of, he hasn't been as superhuman as he was majority of the year. What are your thoughts? I'm confident. What, hey, what are your thoughts? About it? It happened, hey, right? you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I'm not still a little concerned about that because in order to get to the Stanley cup finals, we're looking at, uh, you know, another what April, May and a good bit of June. We're talking about three more months of, of games. Uh, more intense games. Um, I'm confident uh-huh. that he's just going through a little bit of a bad stretch here between the way the team's been playing and, um, you know, it, I mean, the numbers that he was putting up were uh, really unbelievable. So, you know, to see him, you know, come back a little bit and have a, a couple of shaky weeks, it doesn't surprise me, especially with the way the team was playing, too. The team was... Uh, seems to just be taking a lot of chances. Um, you know, we talked about the, the turnovers and the uh, the, uh, the loose defense. So, um, again, like I said, I'm pretty confident. If this team plays the way they did tonight and they really, uh, you know, dedicate themselves to uh, uh, their defensive responsibilities, I think, I think Igor will be fine. Um, I would like to see him, uh, uh, Galant, get Georgiev into a few of these games coming up because there are games where you can – certainly slot him in and give Igor a little bit of rest before the playoffs. So uh, I hope we, uh, I hope we see Gallant do that, but yeah, no, I'm confident that Igor or that uh, Igor will be fine by the time the playoffs start. 
Now, I hate to have not Scott have on here, so I know you got your Batman review, so we're just going to have to hold it off for seven more days, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, 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 I'm upset he wasn't here because I had to I had to miss the Colorado Penguin game on Saturday. It was the only time I could find to go see it. Uh, so I had to miss that game, which was a good game, but that's okay. I'll hold my comments to uh, – to next week and uh, um, you know t- tell them what I think about it then <laughs> yeah yeah exactly big game next Tuesday we got like you said uh, Penguins uh, Senators Bruins uh, as far as national games but as far as uh, you know next week we have the Hurricanes so another yep. uh, playoff position and type of game versus a quality of opponent and listen man every team has their flaws I, I see a lot of these teams have probably better offices, but I don't think they're all well-rounded like us. I, I just really don't see mm-hmm. that. I think we're probably the most well-rounded team in the league right now. I'll just be yeah. honest. Like, goalie, defenseman, quality of fours, the consistency. I mean, uh, you know, you, you probably could run – the way you put it, Gaudreau is your third center and Rooney is your fourth center. That is a very good quality from Zabenez at all and down yeah. to Rooney is – I mean, come on! Not every team has that. No, I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the weakness that we were talking about this team had down the middle is becoming a strength. Oh, oh, oh. whatever happened to those Jack Eichel talks, man? Oh, we need Jack Eichel. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look look at look at he's done for Vegas. They're hanging on by their fingernails to try to make the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, he's played well. He's scoring, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. they miss Mark Stone, and, and they've missed. Uh, you know, they had they had uh, Robin Leonard out for a while, and although the the backup goalie, yeah. I forget his name, played really well, um, you know, that team is uh, they're hanging on by their fingernails to try. Now I don't know if they're going to make it either. Yeah, we'll see, man. Shout out to Glenn RP at the Rock, and of course uh, Scott. Shout out to Scott. Uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. Good to be back, but yo, listen, man. I am, you know, I'm gonna be on Ranger Proud's uh, Facebook page between now and next week, as far as basically these game, upcoming games going. We'll, we'll tag you to the post, and we'll have some fun with Ranger fans on that. And of course, uh, I, uh, I know the dialogue is always continuing on Twitter, but man, I, you know, I. This is about chemistry for me, Glenn, until the playoffs. That, honestly, that's uh, get more reps, practices, get guys familiar with you. I mean, these guys are literally on yep. the fly, and they look, still look pretty good. Uh, you know, since coming over with these acquisitions with Cop, Mott, uh, Justin Braun, I, I like I like it a lot. <laughs> this is, yeah. We got to go for it, man. No, you, you have to go for it. There's no, I don't want to hear this. Wait till next year. No, no, no. We got to go for it now. Yep. It, tomorrow yeah, is never no, I, promised. No, I agree, and, and the guys that they've brought in to me have fit in right away. I mean, I, I think the guys yes. that, that they that Drury brought in, I mean, looks like they've been around for two or three months. They're fitting right into the roles that they're expected of, uh, without a hitch at all, uh, which is you know really amazing because uh, you worry about that. But no, I think these guys have fit in. They look like they've been on the team all year. When we come back next week, I know we got a post game. I want to compare this roster. I hate to get ahead of myself. You know what? Let's not do that. Let's wait for the playoffs. I was going to compare playoff rosters between that one, this one, 
and some of those Lunkers uh, rosters in the mid 2000s, you know, 10s, you know, when they went to the Stanley Cup finals versus the Kings. Mm-hmm. Compare and contrast, you know, areas. I mean, that should be a fun dialogue. Let, let's have fun with that. All that, right, would be a, that would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Sangre Azul, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rangers went 3 to 1 over the Devils. Uh, Glenn and Steve uh, here on the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, man, on the Bleed Blue Show. Bleed Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.